Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Now, it's High Speed Tech News on High FM. Morning, Stephen Ambrose. How are you? Good morning. I'm good and you. Very good, thank you. All right, we're coming up to the season. Uh, we're going to be talking about <laughs> scamming and uh, scanning and cloning of cards and all sorts of things. But uh, can we just talk about this continuing data breach scandal? What's what's the latest? Well, the latest is that um, they've finally figured out that over 60 million records of South Africans, children, men, women, kids, the recently and even not so recently deceased, everything was leaked via this massive breach. And um, there's just been an unbelievable amount of interest in it. And that's why I decided, you know, we just need to quickly go over what's going on again because there is so much scare, scaremongering and um, problems and issues being raised by so many people. And what I've picked up through the various uh, programs I've been on and the various conversations I've had with people is that people are extremely worried about their banking details and scams and whatnot. Look, the real bottom line here is that we are living in an age of, of data. Our information is everywhere already. Every time you go and open an account and you drop off your FICO, your RICO documents, copy of your ID lands up on a file somewhere, your actual ID numbers and your addresses and everything that you are and do and don't do and should do and wouldn't do is on some sort of computer database everywhere. And it's distributed pretty much across the country. So there's almost no way to avoid your information being out in the wild if you, you know, from that point of view. But what this data breach has highlighted is that the need for the new Poppy Act, the protection of personal information, which is coming in in the hopefully in the next year, um, is is never been greater. And the Act is actually very smart. It's based on a lot of European, Canadian, Australian, and other sort of best practice. And what it'll do is it'll actually create obligations for people who hold your data. So if you give your information to somebody, that person will only be allowed to use that information for the purpose which you gave it to them firstly. And second of all, there will be an absolute positive obligation for these people to look after your data, to protect it in every which way as as possible. And what they discovered on this particular data, it wasn't a hack. There was absolutely nothing that needed to be done to find this information. Any sort of semi-literate tech guy could have found and downloaded and accessed this particular database. So the company right now may not be held liable for it. But hopefully in a short while, once the Poppy Act's implemented and properly set up, you'll be able to go to the ombudsman or the Poppy people and say, listen, my information was misused and there must be a consequence for the company that misused it and the company that leaked it. So coming from all that, and this is what, what people really have to understand, there's no need to panic right now. There's nothing that can be done with that information directly. So someone's got your ID number. So someone's got your home address. So someone's got your bond details, whatever it is. That information in and of itself sitting on a database or sitting in someone's hands is not very useful except for one major thing. And this is where we all need to be super vigilant, especially moving into the holiday period, especially and we're a bit relaxed, we harassed, it's the end of the year, we're all tired, we want to do stuff, and then we're going to sort of go back and, and, and sit back and just, you know, try chill a little towards the end of the year, is that this information may be used for people to try to obtain more critical and more sensitive information, like your banking details, your PIN, that sort of stuff. 
or they may go into um, various companies like Edgar's, open an account with all this information, and uh, start transacting on your name. So there's a couple of things that you need to do. One, you have to be super vigilant. If someone phones you and says, hi, I'm from Nedbank, am I speaking to Joe Soap? And you'll say, yes, it is. And I'll say, well, you know, we need to verify your bank details. There's some security thing we need to fix. Is your ID number so-and-so? And they give it to you, which is like, wow, they must be the bank because they know my ID number. And do you reside at XYZ address? Well, yes, I do. They must know that, so they must be the bank. Then they'll say, well, they just want to confirm your your um, account number. Is it? And you'll say, no, 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 it's this. And you give them your account number. And they say, well, that's fine. Now we need to reset your PIN. We're going to put you through to a system that lets you reset your PIN. And you'll fall for that. And the next thing, they've, they've got access to your account. And once you've given that information, the bank generally will not protect you. So it's it's really a difficult spot. So simple. Do not ever give your bank account details, PIN numbers, and other sensitive account information to anybody, no matter how much they seem to know you. All you need to say to them is say, look, I'm very worried about this. I will pop into my nearest branch and do whatever needs to be done. Or give me a number at the bank and can I please phone you back and confirm all this information and or put me through to your supervisor or something like this. Just be paranoid online. Give no information to anybody. And the other thing that you can do, which is really useful to do anyway, is that once a year you're allowed to get a full credit uh, history from one of the big credit bureaus, like Credit Inform. If you go onto their website, you put in your details, you put in your birth date, you're allowed to pull a complete record of everybody who's ever applied for credit or looked for information on you whenever you've applied for credit. And that way you'll be able to pick up lots and lots of of, of requests that may or may not be you. And be very vigilant. I mean, if you see there's a request from Fashini and you've never been in there, phone Fashini, give them your details, ask them what's going on, see if an account's been opened in your name, and uh, report it to the police if it has been. So it's a big wake-up call, but there's no imminent danger. No one's out to use this information directly yet. But be aware that, you know, cybercrime is not going away. It's a big issue for all of us. And don't be uh, a lax with your personal information or your critical personal information. The last thing, and I've been, you know, going on about this forever, is do not use one password for everything. Do not simply keep one password for your banking and your email and your, your cooking website. Change your passwords regularly. Make them quite complex. Use a password manager on your phone and on your computer. And, of course, I'm not even going to say this because everyone will say he's going to say it again. <laughs> update. Update all your 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 uh, windows. Update your phone. Keep it to the latest security settings because that way Microsoft, Google, these guys who've got lots of resources are working to stop the hackers and the, and the scammers getting into your stuff. Thank so you, Steve. This data breach is huge, but don't panic. Just be super cautious. Those are my last words. Thank you very, very much. And uh, we'll catch up with you on Thursday, 11 to 12. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lots of news. Lovely high season for tech at the moment. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, mm. I was getting a whole lot of really, I don't know, ridiculous SMSs. 
you know, about, uh, you know, different medical procedures and I could get loans and I could get, you know, this kind of shopping. And these weren't lists that I'd subscribed to. So I don't know where they got this information. But there was a website that I was actually able to go to and register my number. And all of a sudden, all of those SMSs stopped. Yes, there is an opt-out uh, website. I'm sorry, I actually can't recall it right yeah, now. But there fine. is an opt-out website where you can um, opt out of all this type of thing. It's not perfect, but it definitely does help a lot. But right now, again, we're moving into the end of the year. Everybody's business is tight. Um, cold calling and, and, and SMS is probably the cheapest way to chase business. So unfortunately, expect to be harassed. I'm getting a million calls a day. Hi, can we offer you a cell phone? I said, you talk to the wrong person, people. Um, but anyway, that's going to probably carry on and um, just stay on top of it. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll research the exact website and listen in on Thursday and I'll share it with everybody. Thank you so much, or, Steve. Have a great day. Or you went there. Tell people. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the national nationalopt.co.za um, and that's for all the all the members of the Direct Marketing Association will then not contact you. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, it's the DMA National Opt-Out Database. Yeah. So it's nationalopt.co.za There we go. And that will Cut down on the amount of nonsense you get on your phone Hugely, hugely Thank you very, very much, Steve Have a wonderful day We'll catch up with you Thursday, 11 to 12 Perfect, thanks for the chat Bye. Bye